Hello, welcome to What's the Tea? He's Archer the Edgy. And she's Nick Jew. Or at least I was. <laughs> Happy New Year to ya. It's the we, same old bullshit. I was say, I think we've done a show this year. year. We probably have. <laughs> you know, it, it all feels the fucking same. We still in fucking December 375th, 2020, nigga. <laughs> right, right. Same shit, just different, you know, same soup, just reheated. Reheated. Re-motherfucking-heated. Um, hit my theme music. Oh, no. Okay. This don't make no goddamn sense. Um, I have COVID. Oh, no, no, no. They got me, gal. <laughs> Again. <laughs> is this time number two or time number it three? It is. It's time number two. And the funny thing is, is like, I was the most COVID conscious motherfucker until the vaccine came out, which I look back and I was like hella judgy. Uh, let me introduce you to Mr. Blank Davis, but yes. go, go, go ahead. <laughs> I was hella judgy against people, but like my thing was when, when this shit was killing people by the thousands per day, which I think it still is a thousand a day. I knew for certain I didn't want the motherfucker. And then I got like sick. I had like blood clots in my lungs and I definitely knew I couldn't get it then. So like once that vaccine hit, I still was like cautious, but you know, I had gone into a deep depression cause I didn't see another human for nine months. Um, and then like I got the booster and got invited to this party that everybody at the party was supposed to be vaccinated and or boosted. And mm-hmm. we didn't know much about like Omicron at the time that shit was just running through New York City. And so like almost out of like 22 people, 18 people at that party got sick. So this was last December. Um, and then I got the new bivalent booster in New- in November because I was going to New Orleans held me down and then as soon as I started looking at the data and stuff I was like oh I'm gonna get COVID when I go to New York City uh preferably it's not that bad <laughs> and minus how I sound it has not been that bad um I know exactly where I got it I'm pretty sure where you, you walk get into it from? the bar at, a- at the bar we walked into the bar and I was like oh it's COVID in here <laughs> you could just smell it your I knees, just knew. The back of your knee started itching. You're like, <laughs> right. I'm about to get just, COVID in this motherfucker. I just knew. Um, but what don't make no goddamn sense is uh, the so like thank God for the vaccine. The first night was awful. Thank I had, like, God for the vaccine. I tell you, the vaccine is vaccining, girl. I had like the hot and cold sweats the first night, and I was awake all night just peeing and sweating. And tossing and turning, (laughs) like Debo in his chicken coop, that shit right there, like that was, that was the worst of my symptoms, but it was so fucking awful because I had been like, I was like, okay, I have a throat tickle. Let me test. I tested. It was positive. It was like the faintest little line. So that whole day I'm like, I'm going to drink all the fluids. I'm going to take echinacea like every hour. I'm like apple cider vinegar. Eastern medicine. Listen, I was like apple cider vinegar, Dayquil down. And then all that water and hot tea, whatever I was drinking, I peed every 46 minutes for 12 hours. They said, oh, you want to be a smart little girl. (laughs) Right. And I lost like five pounds in three days. Uh-uh, no sense. No, you. no sense. <laughs> I was like, not you trying to give a new cheat diet. If you get COVID, and just, just drink a bunch of water. All you gonna do is pee. <laughs> Cause all I'm doing is sweating and peeing. <laughs> sweating and pissing. Like, um, but other than like the exhaustion, I'm you know, I'm fine. This is day six um with symptoms. My throat is it doesn't hurt, but Obviously, at this house oh, now. Like, how's, your, how's your throat? <laughs> I don't. 
I don't get any complaints. <laughs> <laughs> but other than like how I sound and the hacking cough every now and again, it's, you know, I'm fine. Not like I would want to do this hell of more times, but it's not, it's not terrible. I'm just so mad. Cause like, as soon as I let my guard down, I got punched in the mouth. <laughs> I she popped she popped you <laughs> yes <laughs> right on the lips. <laughs> I had it once, um, famously last December. Oh right. Also after I got the fucking booster, and I think it's I that got, confidence that the booster gives you. You're just like raw dying. I'm gonna lick the sidewalk, <laughs> right? <laughs> and it's like, bitch, I'm a vaccine, not a miracle, <laughs> right? Um, but I did get the second. I did get the second. Uh, my second booster maybe like th- two months ago and I had a moment where I was like, uh Oh, my throat is scratchy. Um, and I took four COVID tests in four days and it was like, no bitch, no bitch. You're still allergies, ho. No, take a fucking Zyrtec and lay your ass in the bed and drink some I'll fucking tell you water. What, you gonna know when it's COVID because that, very distinct throat scratch that I had on Monday before I went to bed. I said, you Lord. You said it was unique? <laughs> That's what it is. <laughs> I knew, Lord, I knew it. I knew it, Jesus. I just prayed so hard. I was like, Lord, if, Lord, as long as I stay out the hospital and no Correct. long COVID, I will be okay. Yeah, no, we don't, we don't, we don't receive that. Not and no here. one else that I was with is testing positive. So just my raggedy ass immune system was like, gotcha, bitch. I, yeah, I don't, I don't know. I mean, I feel like there was a project that I worked on with a collaborator that I'm currently not speaking to. <laughs> <laughs> I was so trying many so, people. I know, I'm just truly. kidding. <laughs> I was trying to find that video of Phaedra telling Apollo, you know, I'm not speaking with you. You know, you know I'm not speaking with you. <laughs> if anybody has that video anywhere, I would be ever so grateful. That's I will a cultural you- touch point. <laughs> <laughs> Especially in our relationship, bitch. You know I'm not speaking with you. <laughs> you know I'm not speaking with you. And like, I know how to rip the videos. I could, you know, I could just do a screen recording from YouTube, but somebody please tell me where I can find it. <laughs> um, I just sent you one today. Like it's, that has been giving me so much joy. But um, yeah, no, they were like at this point in the epi- in the pandemic, like we have to. It's not useful to ascribe like morality to like catching it. Because it's like mm-hmm. most people in most circles are vaccinated and boosted. Most people operate with like a relative level of like medical responsibility and safety, but also there's a great deal of fatigue. And yes. also like it's not as deadly as it was. Right. You have For to some people. Like, correct. Correct. But I mean, but truly there are millions of people dying every day. Right. Um, but yes, there are still like vulnerable communities. But yeah, I'm I'm sorry. I'm sorry she got you. And here's the fucked up part. I had double booked myself. I had a ticket to see the Warriors play the Wizards on Monday, last Monday. I had I don't know why I thought the game was in February, first of all. Um, but it was at like 3.30 in the afternoon. So I could have gone, like, because they kept texting me, like, come get your wristband. I'm like, my wristband? <laughs> um and like I had a half a mind to just go straight to the arena and like because I had a VIP ticket, see if they would like stash my luggage ooh, somewhere. Humble brag, come on. Come uh, on. No, they stunt, owed me a cut on the broke niggas. They owed me a credit for half a season, so this was three games worth of Wizards tickets that I combined into one ticket to go see the God Warriors. Damn. And let me tell you how much I did not care. I was like, girl, I'm not gonna be there. My travel plans got changed and I'm running late. And then I was like, okay, well, I'll just go home, drop off my bags, change my clothes because I was looking dusty and I'll be there by halftime. The way I would have gave them people COVID. Correct. I'm so glad I didn't go. Where were the seats? Uh, Close, like next to the wizard's (laughs) bench. (laughs) 
Oh, oh, child. <laughs> yeah, absolutely not. And like, obviously, when I got into the arena for the game part, I would have kept my mask on, but it comes with right. this like unlimited food and beverage package. So there's this area in the backstage area where you go and get your food and drink. So I would have gave them people COVID, not the players. Ooh, mama. But there's just like so much personal. There's so much like personal responsibility. Like you, like I could just yes, be outside. Now that, now that is the response. That to me is the like, I won't ascribe it to morality, but it is the sort of like, damn dog, you just said, fuck my drag. You just about out to be out here. Having a good time knowing good and goddamn well you double-minded right. on the COVID test. There's no, there's nothing stopping me from going to the giant right now. Except Truly. my own, like, self. I've been getting things delivered, Home thankfully, all week. But, like, even bri- bridging the door of my apartment to, like, go walk in the hallway, I'm like, let me go throw my trash out at a time where I know ain't nobody going to be out here. I'm going to wash my hands before and after. like And just, like, take the Lysol with you and spray it on right. the hand. Just, like, <laughs> things with my sleeve, not touching things at all. I'm just, I'm trying my damnedest to be a responsible human being. But I know everybody don't do this. That's my favorite um, one of, like, Lexi Allen on Instagram makes all those videos. She's just a, just a whole ass fool. But every time she travels somewhere, she's, like, speaking in tongues and spraying microband on stuff. Oh, lady. Uh-huh. <laughs> it truly <laughs> fucking tickles me. Well, they did debunk rather early on that the virus doesn't really live on stuff like that for that long. Um, yes. When we were still wiping down our groceries. Remember that? Freshman when, year of the pandemic. When, when Blank Davis was spraying my my motherfucking bottles of Dr. Pepper that I had delivered on Amazon. <laughs> I was like, they're going to have to find your body. Yeah. If you spray my motherfucking candy that I've ordered on Amazon paying $35 for a box of Sour Patch Kids and this shit tastes like motherfucking Lysol. Right. Like, what if you poison? What if count, you your, you? count your days. That was I think he the was goal. trying to. Yeah. I think he was trying to poison me. <laughs> Motherfucker. Well, it uh, didn't work, dusty <laughs> bitch. Anyway, <laughs> what's the tea? <laughs> Um, nothing. Absolutely nothing. See y'all next week. (laughs) See ya. No, I, um, this year has been, I like, I was was talking to my therapist (laughs) and we had that therapy today and, you know, it was actually a good session. I was like, yeah, you know, I feel like I'm managing moderately well. And then she was like, okay, so our next session is February. I said, bitch, what? What you mean? <laughs> well, February is like next week. I know. <laughs> I was like, I'm sorry. Where did January go? I'm sitting over here being like, oh, New Year. And it's like, yeah, bitch, uh, great. We're, uh, we're, we're moving on. Moving on. Right. Oh, I don't feel, I feel like this motherfucker been crawling, but that's because I've been going through some personal tragedy and heartbreak. Oh, no, I feel like that, I feel like that has been truly the, that since, honestly, since November 12th, 2016, I feel like the days feel very long, like impossibly Mm -hmm. long. The weeks are like, wait, what day is it? And Mm -hmm. the months are like, wait, nigga, what the fuck? Mm Mm-hmm. I don't know. Weird. I don't know who's in charge of the girls, but somebody needs to revise something. Like slow it down, but also speed it up, but also slow it down. Also, like, can we get more good shit? Because I'm tired of of this raggedy ass bullshit. But you know what? I um okay. I know we're not doing a wig cap on the regular show, but um, hit my theme music. Um, uh, this don't make no goddamn sense. <laughs> Damn, I don't have no uh, no notes. Um, as I sit here looking at my uh, RuPaul legendary legend star, um, that someone got me as a belated birthday present. How this motherfucker in Congress gonna say they don't like drag queens and they a whole ass drag queen? Well, okay. 
He was not a drag queen. He dressed up in drag one oh, time. He was the queen of drag. My fault. My fault. <laughs> Don't be a drag. Just be a queen. Just be a queen. <laughs> uh, he dressed up in drag one time, but at first he lied, uh, saying that wasn't him. But a bunch of shit, girl. We know that was you or Jan. Okay. Well, it's my time. Thanks, Did everybody. Have a blessed Jan? day. Put the, did, Jan got dressed up in the look. It looked just like his ass too. I, Some, you know, I don't see it for Charlie, and I uh, never have and never will. Somebody said Selena as titties thinks she's slick. <laughs> <laughs> I just also realized how no one ever's ever said her name. It's STDs. Oh. Well, I don't like that. I'm like, I don't know if she did that shit on purpose, but I'm like, your name is STDs, baby. Oh, I didn't get it either, but I don't care for her. I would like for her to go home immediately, if not sooner. I don't see it for her with transition lenses. Baby. Oh, she could Um, go. (laughs) Um, Yeah, I I feel like I've just been slowly trying to, like, self-medicate with Love is Blind Brazil. Um, you finished, bitch? <laughs> no. I, I, so last week, I, I realized, okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I really rarely do this. I rarely do this because my self-esteem sometimes is wobbly than a weeble wobble. But last week, I was a director and a playwright at two different theaters at the same time. Work. And like, to quote Brandy, never in my wildest dreams. But yes. also, I'm so tired. Oh, I bet. I bet. There was, I, I, had, I did a thing last week that I literally have not done since college. Like I... Um, you fell asleep on I, the phone so with was, somebody? Ew, no. That requires (laughs) anyone to be sexually interested in me. No, like the way you used to fall asleep on the phone with me, friend. Oh, sure, sure, (laughs) sure, sure. Yeah, but like, ew, no. Not even. Nobody, nobody's really checking for me in that way. Um, But no, I didn't sleep for three days. Oh my God. (laughs) I I literally pulled an all I pulled two all night. <laughs> that is not at this advanced age, girl. At my big age of thirty and five and a half, you so don't want to be doing I, that. So I flew to, I flew from uh, St. Louis to New York, and then I slept Wednesday night, and then I had. Uh, rehearsal for the workshop of my play and then I went home and I just like stayed up I didn't intend to I actually wanted to go to bed but I wound up rewriting two thirds of the play overnight <laughs> um, wow and so I stayed up and then I didn't go to sleep and then I had the workshop and then it was great and then I didn't want to miss my flight <laughs> so I stayed because I had a 6 a.m. flight so I stayed up again and oh, I had no. to fly back to St. Louis and then I had rehearsal. The way that is the second I walked in the door at 8.03 on Saturday, in the bed. Ciao. I, I just remember, like, how hard my mom had to fight me to go to sleep. When you were little, kid. right? And now I'm like, baby, baby, say I just less. would rather go to bed. I would rather go to bed than do, like, most things these days. <laughs> Wash my clothes, be- fold be- my clothes, be- answer an email, go on a Zoom call, go on a date. Like, go grocery shopping. Like, I would much rather be underneath the motherfucking bed, especially since I got a weighted blanket. Like, my therapist had to kind of get my ass a little bit because I was like, you know, I just feel so, like, not motivated sometimes to get up and have a morning routine. And she's That's like, well, depression. Maybe. <laughs> she's like, well, maybe you should try sleeping without the weighted blanket if it makes it so difficult to get out of the bed. Right. I was like, ew, bitch, fuck you. Why are you in my business? Let me tell you, I the weighted blanket has been, because I will just, like, put myself underneath a fort of pillows, throw that damn weighted blanket on top of my comforter and just be like, in the I'm bed. I'm not getting up. 
And I try not to do that to myself in the middle of the day. But last week when I was fighting COVID, I'm like, oh, no, I'm going to take PTO for two and a half hours because I need to lay down. Why you fucking get a fragment of a PTO? Let me just take two hours so I can get in the bed for a Listen, minute. we charge our time hourly. So I for two and a half, because it was either that or get up and work until like seven o'clock at night. And I was like, I don't have, I just don't have it. And normally when I lay down in the middle of the day, I'm like, I will lay down on the couch. So I will be here no longer than like 30, 45 minutes or I'll set an alarm that day. Oh, the way I was that I like, had to fall no. out sleep on the couch and not even blink. Oh no, I'm too old for that. I got to sleep in the bed now. And so if I get in the bed, I know what the fuck is going on. Like I'm trying to go to sleep. <laughs> this is not a nap. This is a sleep. <laughs> I'm taking a slumber. Like that baby on TikTok. I'm about to go later. <laughs> oh, I was like, what baby on TikTok? You know, I'm, I can't keep up with the damn TikTok trends. I'm a so old. Snapping turtle. Once you get on, you'll get got. Because I avoided it for a really long time as well. And now I'm like, oh, Instagram. Who is that? I I also need Instagram to stop calling me a slut in public. Why are you looking at buttholes on Instagram? I didn't know they could, look, they could show that. I'm not looking at buttholes, but on my, like, Discover page, it's literally... Oh, I don't look at that. It's like... But if, if I'm searching for someone, if I'm, like, looking someone oh, up, yeah, it's like yeah, the yeah, whole yeah, yeah. It's like tennis, drag queens, and niggas with the, the fucking VP, the penis line, the damn, uh, what they draw uh, down to the, the V. Let me look at mine. It's men, <laughs> men, and, and, ba- men. and baked goods. Oh, yeah. It's no baked oh, goods. And women, and women growing out their gray hair. Oh, cute. A lot of men. A lot of these men look like my partner, which is on brand. Oh, and some theater shit. Mm-mm. And like one makeup. And then and a damn drag video queen. Beyonce doing that. Ah, oh yeah. Ah, oh, Anitra. My queen. But this is not Anitra. This is somebody else posting pictures of Anitra. Oh. Um. So you know, ain't, ain't, ain't shit. Like, why is this man? Like, okay, I'm gonna send you this on Instagram. I don't understand. Who is in charge of making? Oop, no, that is not you. That would have been embarrassing. Um, <laughs> who is in charge of designing all these workout outfits? And like, why do niggas go to the gym with no drawers on? What he got this on? What is this? <laughs> what is this? He really has like a V up his booty crack <laughs> with some biker shorts. I guess this is the um Oh, that's the Borat suit, I think. What do you call this particular garment that he has on? Baby, you know. I don't it's know. It's like a G-string, but it's a whole it has straps. You know I don't know. And like, you know what? Okay, okay. Uh, to this quote looks the uncomfortable. Sis, to quote the good sis Alanis Morissette, I would like to declare a fucking moratorium on gay baiting. If you are a straight man, stop fucking trying to take my money on right. the damn OnlyFans or whatever the fuck. Just say you like women. Be who you want to be, love who you want to love, but leave my pocketbook out of it, okay? I love women. <laughs> I'm not gay no more. I'm not. I hope he's okay. He's Do not. You remember they they had that. <laughs> speaking of the fucking real fucking <laughs> uh, Christinis <laughs> of West Hollywood. <laughs> um, also, show title. <laughs> um, what is it? The real Christinis? Oh, <laughs> I'm not writing that. <laughs> You're not going to get me canceled. Remember when they had that show with Where the Money Reside and Andrew Caldwell? Yes, which I did not watch. But I hope they're okay. Um, So the the real friends of WeHo? You know. I I watched it. Um, I have... I did. 
people are very dramatic talking about they were uh, untucked hostages. Baby, it's 500 channels. Just watch something else Baby, <laughs> until Untucked comes 500 on. 500 channels. Just watch something else. And I did find it kind of funny as a black woman who has seen people getting their kiki on. Over- oh, sorry, sorry. You can't, you can't actually say that without the, the official Vanity Milan uh, accent. As a black girl. <laughs> much better. Thank you very much. Um, <laughs> I thought it was funny to see people being upset about stereotypes um, from the same crowd who loves to dine on the Housewives franchises and the love and the hip hops. Uh, I don't think that the show was horrible. I am not a gay man. The only two of these people I really knew anything about was Todrick and Brad. And Brad. Um, there was some article that came out that said, like, the first paragraph was so mean and, like, awful. And it was pretty scathing. And just watching, not even the first paragraph, but watching, like, the first 10 minutes of the show, I thought it was unnecessarily mean um, and rude. And the one person who was acting the funniest, they didn't even really talk about him in the article um and it was like oh this is some inner community shit this feels real personal i'm not gonna comment on this other than i think it's hella mean for no fucking reason um and i don't know that like based off of what i saw that the show looks to be like oh these damaging awful stereotypes because damaging baby it's coming on after rupaul's fucking drag race it's not like middle america is gonna be like oh my god this is the only representation of gay people i've ever seen yeah no it's a nar for me i don't did you do you know who any of them are besides todrick and brad uh, I knew about what a name's husband. Yeah, I don't I even actually it. even know who's on this bitch. I need to look this up. I'm trying to find the article while you're doing that. Um, um, it's not like the most wonderful thing I've ever seen. But also, I the niggas don't even live in West Hollywood. Apparently, they do. But you know how many people? How many of the housewives live in Potomac? Ooh, ooh, ooh. <laughs> great, okay, uh, this great is from this is from the Daily Beast. The real friends of WeHo is a colossal gay nightmare, and then it starts okay. with nobody asked for this, which is my least favorite shit that y'all say on social media. Just don't because fucking watch it. Clearly, someone did because it got greenlit and produced. <sighs> okay, but no, I didn't know who any of these niggas were except for. Todrick, Brad, and vaguely old boy's husband because I see him on Instagram. This is the part that I thought was truly disgusting. There's Brad Gresky, former star of the Rachel Zoe Project turned solo stylist and bad real housewife impersonator. Curtis Hamilton, a semi-closeted actor whose biggest credit to date is four episodes of Insecure. First of all, 10 fucking minutes into the fucking episode, he talks about how he's not out and this show is him coming out. So if you saw the premiere episode, which I assume that you did in order to write this article, this was fucking unnecessary. And I feel right. a little bit racist, maybe. Uh, Dorian Renault, CEO and founder of Butter Skin. I've never heard of Butter, but apparently Ooh. people have Butter Skin. B-U-T-T-A-H. I assume you're speaking English, but literally no idea. Todrick Hall, choreographer and internet menace. Joey Zalzig, an influencer who sounds like he has milk trapped in his lungs. And finally, James Vaughn, the husband of the more famous Mean Girl star, Jonathan Bennett. I mean, it's like the other thing, too, is that nobody knew... Okay, I'll give you on Atlanta, like, seasons in, people knew who Cynthia Bailey was. People knew who Candy Burris was. And Cynthia's not even, like, and Cynthia was not even an original housewife. That's what I'm saying. But, like, you know, Nene, Kim, Sheree, nobody knew who the, like, uh, Lisa, 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 nobody knew who the fuck they were 
on season one. No one, I, I didn't, I had no idea who Ramona and Luann and Teresa and any of them ladies were. Like, I think, you know, it's, I didn't, no one knew who Heather or uh, what's her name, Jen or Mary were. Nobody. So there's like, there out of all the Housewives franchises, there's probably like three people outside of Beverly Hills that anybody knew who they were before the show. And there are those probably, and those are probably all Atlanta Housewives. Correct. It just now there's like, like pressure for people to be famous to get on, but like none of those people insult. Like who knew who Meredith Marks was? Nobody. Right. I had never heard of Vita Tequila. I still ain't seen that shit. Nowhere. It's just to me, it's like I get it. You don't want your community represented in a bad way. Well, bitch, By me these too. People, bitch, me too. Um, but we eating it up at over down at Bravo. <laughs> Correct. We ate it up over down at VH1. Correct. And I just see a lot of non-melanated gay people being like, this is not who represents our community. And like, as far as, and, and to me, it all feels like thinly veiled racism for them to talk shit about Todrick. I mean, I... Uh, and you know... I, you I do know. not want to talk about this on mic, but I definitely yeah. do have... A couple of like out of like outragey things that have come up on my news feed today, both about Beyonce and also about Aretha oh Franklin. That I'm who just didn't like, write that song. <laughs> I can't. I I cannot. I wrote this morning that Twitter is an outrage machine because of that Eminem thing. Like this is clearly a ploy. To garner attention for a Super Bowl ad, y'all. And everybody's like reacting to it. And it's just like, it's reacting for the people you want to react. It's it's like, oh, you fucking conservatives. And, and like, y'all are the only ones mad about the shit. It, it, Twitter is an outrage machine. People are not spending the time to do any sort of secondary clicking and just flying off the handle at every fucking thing. If you're mad about everything, then nothing holds any water for me, unfortunately. I can't. And like, I get it. it I get it. You want positive, um, not role models, but like aspirational figures or whatever. Or whatever, right? But if this is supposed to be like the Housewives show, how many of those women are like really great people? Like Heather said, she likes black dick and designer brands. Like, and she has a huge gay following. She does. Yes. I don't really see it for her, so I didn't really know people was fucking with her. But like, if you don't like the show, don't watch it. I watched the first episode. It was fine. It looks like it's going to be some good mess. Dorian is a little weird and he had some extreme social anxiety popping off and then some shit started and he completely overreacted. And now we're going to see the rest of the fucking series and see what happens. I saw some people who were like, oh, not for me. I'll be finding something else to do between Drag Race and Untucked. Great. But most of the people who I saw having a fucking conniption over it didn't even watch the shit they were just like i know who this is and like dorian i i was going back and forth with somebody that i don't follow and he said dorian um didn't want to appear on the show if somebody who had like an only fans as and was a porn star was on it and like stopped that person from being on the show so that to me that's that's some shit that that evokes criticism like yeah that's bad what does that even mean? He didn't want to be on the same show as somebody who was a porn star. Who's a porn star? They're not on the show. Oh, I was like, uh, what? But apparently he, there was a, another cast member who made their living doing OnlyFans and Dorian was like, no, I, ca- I have not. I thought that I maybe read something about that a while ago, um, but I didn't go and research it because I didn't even know how to search. I also just feel like... I I mean, you know, not me, but I feel like there has been so much destigmatization about OnlyFans. Like, it's not like I just feel like 
Who cares? First of all, it's not a porn site. It just is one of those places that is like Patreon that also doesn't... It doesn't censor porn, but the the creation of OnlyFans was not intended for porn, but because Correct. they allow porn, a lot of sex workers flock there. Because it is a safe place for sex workers to make money. Exactly. Yes. Yes. But uh, yeah, it's like it's, Cardi B has an OnlyFans. She's not showing booty holes. She's, she's not, not showing, showing the coochie. Cat in the <laughs> no. All right. Um, which leads me to a thing that I've been trying to get people to be honest with me about on Twitter because I'm sick and can't go nowhere. Mindy Kaling. Um, this okay. this thing that they're doing to her is the same thing that we tried to do to Lena Waithe to Tyler Perry, the same thing other people tried to do to Lin-Manuel Miranda. And ultimately, it sounds a lot to me like, because I do not like something, this thing should not exist, which feels what a lot. What did they try to do to her? The, wait, I'll get there. Which feels okay. a lot to me like those right-wing people trying to get shit canceled off of television because it has like gay people or black people or trans people or whatever. So if we're all an angry mob shouting and yelling with our pitchforks, it all sorts starts to sort of sound the same. So this started with a bunch of Southeast Asian women on TikTok coming for Mindy Kaling because her deep insecurities and um, fascination with white men shows in her work. I've never seen um, The Mindy Project or The Office, which I don't think she wrote on, um, but I have seen The Sex Lives of College Girls, Never We're Have I Ever. Who? Renika. Oh, you know her? Yeah, we were in uh, what, what uh, Blue Aside together. You see She it. looks so familiar to me, and I just always thought it was because she was just like a pretty black girl that had a familiar face. No, we kissed on stage in Pennsylvania. The whole time I've been watching this show, I'm like, I know her. You, because anyway. you do. And uh, uh, Velma, recently Velma. And so the 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 TikTok I ladies. You know, I just need, I need to take a, take a break to say that. Uh, I've been stuck <laughs> in my head ever since. <laughs> ever since. <laughs> I suck it on the show. <laughs> anyway, go ahead. The TikTok ladies is trying to cancel Mindy. Because um, her self-hatred comes out in her work. There will be jokes about her having hairy arms or, you know, stuff like that, which I'm not arguing against. I'm not part of that community. I'm not, I can, I'm not here to say what is harmful and what is not harmful. Um, but it all leads to basically people saying they're calling her in, uh, which, you know, I don't believe oh. in. Because you're not in with Mindy Kaling. You're not. Correct. Um, and then I had another very respectful discussion with a Twitter follower about how, like, something like desirability and, you know, white partnership or whatever is not completely innocuous and can have a degree of harm. I totally agree. I totally agree. But what I do of not course. agree with is a bunch of people feeling like because they don't like her work, that her work shouldn't exist. Correct. There is a diff there is a distinction that needs to be made. And if you know as a Southeast Asian person that she is self-hating, that she always gonna have a white partner and, and that she sees herself as a reflection of her of her characters that she writes then why do you watch it expecting something different and i get it the market is small as fuck and there are not many if any other southeast asian women who have the kind of market share that she does who are getting the opportunities that she's getting or who have created the opportunities that she's created for herself so i get it but like if it's not her it's gonna be somebody else it's going to be somebody else baby and i would like to see all of these women who are dragging her on TikTok, I would love to see how many of them, A, have white partners, and B, are aspiring writers, television writers. Yeah. Just just to, just to for my interest. I just, I just want to see something. 
And like, again, I'm not part of that community. I've seen all her stuff. The the self-hatred jokes do not jump out to me as her being slanderous of an entire culture. They all feel very like, like, I think Davy is a piece of shit, but I don't think Davy is a piece of shit because she's Indian. I think she's a fuck boy. But like, she'll have a line like, I'm an Indian nerd, and they will do a fucking 10 minute TikTok on how that's harmful to the community. An Indian loser, I also, sorry. I also feel like there is part of part of that critique to me, at least as a person who has like been created things. <laughs> oh no, but thanks. That's so nice of you. Um, I mean, it's also so accurate of you. Uh, I am a produced playwright, <laughs> which <you> hello. Know. <laughs> um, oh, oh, wow. <laughs> no, but I, I think there part of that as a, like as a person who has been as a black, queer person raised in a white supremacist society and undergone a lot of work on my own relationship to internalized anti-blackness. Like, I think that it is all, there is space to be held there for some of Mindy's comedy to be a critique on the way that white supremacy affects marginalized people. But I think Mm -hmm. obviously if you expect all of your work to be like, I just, it, it's exactly the point that you were making. You can't really call someone in when you're not really in relationship with them. You might right. share an identity with them, but if you're not in relationship with them, you ain't calling anybody in. You're just, you're cold calling. Mm-hmm. And then, and so much of what people were saying about her, people are defending to me as critique of her work, but there's so little critique of her actual work happening. I finally read yeah. an article where somebody actually like put pen to paper and was critiquing her actual work. And then I it's mean, the it's, shit about yeah. her brother. Like, do I want to be held responsible for some stupid shit my brother did 20 years ago? Are y'all okay? If I speak, if I speak, I'm not going to say anything about your brother. I'm just saying that's what the, 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 <laughs> the things that people bring up about her are she loves white men. Duh. Her brother faked being black to get into try to get into the law school. OK. And well, that got she, to do with the price of pussy on and, and people and people are calling her transphobic. So I asked. I have seen a screenshot of her liking one of J.K. Rowling's tweets about getting money. So I asked if there was anything more because I feel like labeling somebody as transphobic is a big fucking deal. Correct. And I personally need more than that. And apparently there was some joke, I think, in like maybe the Mindy Project like 12 years ago that was, you know, off color. But I feel like to label somebody as a transphobe, I need to see more. I'm not saying she's not transphobic. I just want to know what, besides the, the screenshot of her. I just want to know besides the screenshot of the tweet, what else do we have? Because I don't like that lady. I don't know that lady. I don't really go over her. I don't fuck with her like that. The shows that I watch of hers, I find them to be entertaining. Me not being a part of that community, I'm not cued into things that people will find to be offensive. But I do feel like I'm a pretty conscientious conscientious person. And I'm like, oh, that's fucked up. Oh, you can't say that. Oh, that's kind of foul. And I don't really catch myself doing that with her stuff. But I do always. I'm like... Here she go again with her another um, Indian lead with a white boyfriend. But like, are we beefing with Kamel who wrote that movie about his wife, Emily? Who is that? Kumail Nanjani. Oh, oh, him. Yeah, 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 yeah. The big sick. Are we beefing with Hollywood at large who cannot put a whole minority couple together fucking watching quantum leap the new quantum leap there's a beautiful asian woman right there but the love interest is a white woman the problem is systemic the problem ain't mindy Kaling's. 
And then somebody tried to excuse it away. Like, well, you know, like her and Shonda Rhimes, they went to PWIs and ain't that many people at Dartmouth. And of course, this is how she, no, 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 no. Because I can tell you somebody who went to two PWIs, one of which had a very small black population, that usually what happens in those sorts of spaces is that the black people come together and form a community. So if you developed some outside attraction based on your own self-hatred, that's you. That's not the institution. Correct. So we can all agree that Mindy Kaling has self-esteem issues, that she's got some internalized anti-Asian-ness or however they refer to it in their community. And so the solution is to drag her all over the Internet? What if she harms herself? What if she harms herself? What is the end goal? Y'all want her to have everything stripped away from her and for her to never work again? Because I don't believe the end goal is education. Because she's on a journey with her own like identity and self love, like you, th- I, I just that's that to me. I think is the frustrating thing. And I was um, reading. I had to. I this sentence is going to make me vomit, but it's okay. I was reading Bell Hooks <laughs> the other week. Uh, I just started all about love. <laughs> um, and like you know, salvation and liberation and the revolution and radicalism looks many different ways and. Like, this is part of the reason that I feel like it was why the FBI wanted to assassinate Fred Hampton is because he made enough space in the revolution for people to involve themselves with it looking different ways. And y'all are so damn convinced and so pressed for the revolution to look the same way as you want it to look. That's not how it works, baby. The revolution takes many different shapes and sizes and shades and complexities people come to that work with a, with their with their own trauma with their own baggage with their own needs with their own whatever you gotta yeah nah nah and i get that it's hard to let one go when she's your only one but why you can't be like that shit don't got nothing to well, do with me somebody and else. right right well i guess because there's no one else to support i guess Find somebody else. That's what I was about to say. If you got all this time to come at Mindy Kaling neck, you could be scouring the internet or your local community finding filmmakers. You know, because I I know I can run to Asian and Latin Latin content. I run to it. Run to it. They they got two niggas on Drag Race who only claim to fame is the Tick and Talk. So I know (laughs) that. It is possible for y'all to find someone in your community whose version of revolutionary, like, self-love looks the way that you want it to look. Find them. Amplify them. But this, this, I feel like this goes all the way back to, like, yucking a nigga's yum. And I think, yes, there is great critique of Hollywood in general to be had, but, Mm -hmm. like... You trying to you trying to conflate issues, and this this to me is the hill I will die on for the rest of my life. The only reason that man got elected, uh, however seven years ago, is because people are so dead set on finding simple answers to complex problems. If if we were really invested in like rigor and nuance and like details and finding like thorough solutions to challenging problems there's no fucking way but everybody wants a motherfucking finger snap thanos solution to these big ass problems everyone's tired of the work everyone expects to like start a social justice cause and five month five weeks later get a billion dollar grant to you know fucking fund a trip to tahiti for them and their friends that they there's no like joanne robinson and them did the montgomery bus boycott for 11 months i would love to see anybody convinced like that they care about change to do anything for 11 months without getting amplified on social media, without getting a ton of money, when it actually makes, when it actually causes difficulty to your life. Like I'm, I can't, I'm not, I'm not with it. And I hate to sound like an old grumpy ass man, but here we are. I just, I feel like there's so much better things you could put your energy towards than dragging Mindy Kaling on like we know, she got self esteem issues, and she Bitch, who, who like white us? men. Like we know. Well, I meant the self esteem issues. I know you don't like white men. But also, like the energy 
like impressions are impressions. The energy yeah. that y'all putting into dragging her is still, she's trending. She's still trending. So let's say, because I asked what the end goal was and nobody could really tell me. So let's of say. because it's just catharsis for them. Right. So let's say she, her fucking um, production company goes belly up and she is never allowed to make another thing ever again and never gets work as an actress ever again. Or which I would hope is the goal that she has some moments of self-reflection and she's like, I realize I need therapy. I need to, but like, I don't know. I feel like art is therapy. Maybe this is her way of working through that shit. Art absolutely is therapeutic, but I but also, if, you, if they ever made anything, they might know. I was trying not to do that. But I also understand that, like, you're a 13 or 15-year-old Indian girl, and, like, these are the things that you have to represent you, um, and you see yourself in those things. But, again, I say the instance of so many people who have white partners um, is high. It's high. And it's it's not like in in, – I'm sorry. In in, uh, – as portrayed – by Hollywood, I mean to say. Um, so, like, what not, uh, examples? Not you know what I mean. What like, examples sure. are you seeing of whole Indian couples and families? And the, and are you watching those things? And like, I remember having this argument on the Oscar So White year where somebody was like, "Well, what black films did come out this year?" I was like, "Okay, well, Inner Tangerine and da 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 and da da." So, like, I know things are out there because I'm watching them, right? Yeah, absolutely. 100%. Anyway, speaking 100% of watching correct. things, I, I I did watch the Golden Globes. Um, oh, my um, God. Um, Gerard. Um, nope, 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 nope. I don't want to talk about that. I, I will say that I understand why he did his opening monologue the way that he did it because although he will say in the monologue that he only got hired because he was black which I think is true I also think it is because Rothaniel was like a cultural phenomenon and it was excellent in many ways so I get why they led him yeah and I get why they led him more towards that Rothaniel style of delivery versus like a ha 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 jokey joke. It just didn't work because normally the golden globes is a very jovial drunk ass time. They got bottles of champagne on the table. People are getting drunk. It just, it didn't work for me. Um, I also, Uh I've never cared for him as a stand-up comedian. I thought his show was good, but he always gave me like, I'm not one of those kind of black people, black people. Um, and I was particularly hurt by him using black women as a punchline in his special and calling us racist. Um, and I get that he probably didn't write most of that, those transitional things, but he was like so complimentary of white people. He said one really nice thing about a black person and it was Regina Hall. And I think he said she was funny. But everybody else, it was like. This person is amazing and amazing. And I'm like, he has such a like comfort in his proximity to whiteness um, that he's he gets away with being the, the person that pisses white people off because he's just then going to like go rub elbows with them. So it's still safe. But he made some jokes. <laughs> But he did make some jokes that people found off color and offensive. The witty joke was unnecessary. I did not. I wasn't here for that one. Um, uh, I will say, funny to your girl that they gave Eddie Murphy a Lifetime Achievement Award. I guess this was the appropriate venue since the Oscars have fucking ignored him his entire career. Well, I told you, also, since we're talking about hills I'm dying on, the hill I'm dying on is if motherfucking Norbert came out six weeks later. Agreed. The Oscar would be his. Agreed. Agreed. And I think he got $25 million in exchange for his Oscar. Agreed. Because he did win the Golden Globe and the SAG Award right. for Dream Girls. But I'm talking about Nutty Professor, even. I mean... 
First of all, Oscar tends to ignore comedy. Correct. But the shit that he did in that first and the second Nutty Professor movie, the shit that he did in fucking coming to America is great. But I don't think that I will say I don't think that Nutty Professor showcases a brilliant acting performance. I I think he played six different fucking characters, some of them so indistinguishable that you it's hard for me to remember that they are him. I I. I will give, I think, okay, I think the Academy doesn't really know how to deal with actors playing multiple roles. And Mm -hmm. I think there is a general bias about the requisite, like about the relative difficulty of doing what Meryl Streep does in any movie versus like, you know, what Eddie Murphy does. And I think both things are very technically astute, but I think obviously there is a lot more weight on the kind of like catharsis-based, pathos-based, like taking a character on a real journey. I think that's also the thing is that like, yes, he is the lead of Nutty Professor, but some of his more like flashy roles are in some of the supporting roles. Like, I think, I, I think you're right. There's got to be some way. Oh, I know I am. <laughs> <laughs> Get your head off the back of my neck. Look at fucking Coming to America. If you didn't know that was Eddie, the Jewish character. Truly. You wouldn't know that was Eddie. Truly. I mean, like, I, I mean, I saw Ain't No Mo. And there is, you know, I I hope Crystal Lucas Perry wins the Tony for Best Featured Actor in a Play um, or Best Featured Actress in a Play. But, like, the thing, the role for me that I think uh, wrap that up is not the big flashy one where she's, like, playing a character that cries and shit. It's it's the role where I literally forgot who that was. I was like, it ain't no fucking way that's her. Right. I I just think that like Oscar ignoring comedy for the most part is especially egregious when you think about Eddie Murphy's body of work. I mean, they'll um, just do what they did with Angela and give him a faux lifetime achievement award in twenty years when he does some like indie movie where he has to play a fucking cab driver gone mad or some crazy shit. I mean, like, why is it? And maybe it's because I'm black. I'm black. I'm a black girl. <laughs> All of the biggest snubs in my lifetime are black people. I mean, do you really, are you looking for a genuine answer to that question? And then go and give it to Whoopi for Ghost. Because a brilliant knew, comedic performance. They knew they were ashamed of them, God, of they got themselves. They should have been. Um, and honestly, overall, like, I think Angela Bassett. I don't know that she's had flashier roles like in the in the intervening years in like I think she's she always does she's gonna give it to you every ball. Every but ball. I think this was this was the most appropriate moment, which is crazy that like what love got to do with it was thirty years ago. There um, has never been a more egregious snub than that. <laughs> correct. 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 I'm happy they're going to correct that that injustice. Well, what's her name? Olivia Cole is nominated. So if she is, then probably not. The nomination's uh, coming tomorrow. But I oh. but I think she's won so many of the lead up awards. It's it's a it's a cakewalk. That shit is. Hers. Well, to me, that's the shit that they do when they know they're not going to give you the Oscar. We're like, oh, the whole industry recognized you. Great, we won't. <laughs> Congratulations, Olivia Cole, time four or whatever the fuck it they is. They better not. I uh, saw the Banshees of Inisherin ass. Mm-hmm. I hated it. It was very beautiful. It was very beautiful. Um, but I was just like, what the fuck is this movie? Yeah, I mean that's what I feel about a lot of movies. I mean, it's that typical I really Oscar bait. Bad for Michelle Yeoh because like she was incredible, but what Kate Blanchett did in Tar is it's 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 not happening. I still haven't seen that. Um, and the thing of Michelle Yeoh being like, "Baby, I've been that girl." It's just y'all are catching been up. That girl, y'all just. I think 
A, you haven't, I haven't had an, I haven't had a role to show what the fuck I can do. In America. And B, y'all been asleep. Correct. Yeah. Correct. Y'all been asleep. But, you know, Hollywood gone Hollywood. I thought for the most part, like, um, it was a, a great night of self whatever <laughs> just it's just funny to me like Zendaya wasn't there fucking still one. Amanda Seyfried wasn't there like uh it, it was just an interesting night I have to say but I didn't I, I did not enjoy Gerard as a host I think that Eddie Murphy has finished the cycle of the Chris Rock jokes. Nobody else needs to make another one ever. Never again. Yeah. Never again. And you know, because we've said that, it's going to happen 55, 50, 11 more times. But his was funny. Because Eddie Murphy is funny. And he looks so good. Okay, ma'am. All right. All right. All right. And I'm glad that they're giving Abbott its things. I'm glad that Quinta won. Yeah. What I hope is that, like... This cycle is uh, Miss Shirley Ralph's cycle, and I hope that Janelle gets that next cycle. It's going to be interesting to see because if they keep nominating them against each other, it's like an impossible feat. I think they'll keep still. I think they'll still keep getting nominated, but I, I hope that they're like, okay, let's spread the wealth because the performances are worthy of nomination. But All I of think them. that like. But I think what also might may happen is that in the writers' room they may skew towards giving Janelle more material. Yeah. Well, this is also because they're nominating. Um, they're like they're voting for a single episode. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it's like yeah. You know. So I think they may nominate an episode because the show has to submit an episode for nomination. So I right. think they may choose to like submit a, a really really strong thing for Janelle next season. And but I also think that they're going to do the same thing for. Um, Chessie. Yeah. What the white lady name is. That's no, her name is Chessie. It's a but it's a modern family situation at this point. It's just a matter of time. They're gonna outlive everybody, I hope. I hope so. I hope so. I'm glad uh, I saw one is Golden Globe. Finally, with his little adorable cute self with them wide leg pants. He brought that white woman, didn't even say her name when he was thanking people on stage. Jesus Christ. That has to be the biggest mo- biggest motive of right, all time. No. <laughs> you can't if you gonna bring me to the motherfucking Golden Globes, you better say my motherfucking name on stage. Otherwise, well, don't bring, bring me. I'm gonna bring you to the Tonys and not bring speak your mama, name. and I will be on the <laughs> stage. That it will be a fucking <laughs> little mama Kanye West situation. I'm like, I'm not. I'm gonna let you finish, but I'm not you punk ass bitch. <laughs> You know, go have the camera showing me, and everybody gonna be like, "Oh, he didn't even thank her." Wow! <laughs> Don't bring me if you're not gonna thank me, bitch. <laughs> thank your mama. Bring her. I'll be What's in the balcony. <laughs> uh, hey boo. Um, uh, my hey boo is Ben Shelton, not ski face. That child is. Seven months old. It must um, be Tentist. Correct. Uh, he just reached the quarterfinals of the Australian Open. Not only is it uh, his second Grand Slam of his career, but only the first time he's ever been out of the country. Wow. I know. Thomas had uh, me watching that show on Netflix. Oh, all them niggas lost. <laughs> Not my boo. They said it was the it was the Netflix curse. Everybody who was in that documentary either withdrawed from from injury or lost before the quarterfinals. Not my PG County boo. Who? Oh, uh, uh, Francis. Francis. Yeah, Francis lost. He was bullshitting. They was all bullshitting. Mm. Well, what's crazy is that like. Yeah, the just the word to the wise, if you want to win a tennis tournament, don't shoot a documentary. Because yeah. um Venus's sister tried that a couple of times and it never worked. Mm-mm-mm. Yeah. Um I don't really yours? have a hey boo because fuck sports. Um but I do have a hey jigaboo. Sports. Oh um, we haven't done this in a minute. Yes, my hey jigaboo goes to Tony Dungy looking like a bald Q-tip. 
dumbass. I cannot believe how many years I spent admiring that fool. He, I mean, he let his homophobic flag fly uh, quite a few years ago. So I've been off that. Um, But he responded to a tweet about something else entirely. Talking about the litter boxes. They have litter boxes in the schools for the kids who want to identify as cats. Also, fuck you, New York Times, for that deeply transphobic article talking about if a child transitions and doesn't tell their parents. Like, I think, like, to me, this is the violence that we should be fighting. We should be joining together. Thank you. Thank you. Not a Carol King lyric that she wrote and a song that she sang for herself and Aretha remade and made her own 70 years ago. You make me feel like a natural woman, not every woman on earth. Me, nigga, me. Correct. I, I like th- this is the shit that is actually dangerous. I can't. I can't. I I can't. I can't. I have to go. Is was people shit bullshitting on uh Twitter? We doing it, we not doing it. We not doing that, girl. Great, great. We'll see y'all in three months for our ten year anniversary. <laughs> this is the day that the Lord has made. But super not the day for you to fucking try it. Bye. Bye. <laughs>